how much would I have to pay you to shove a gem up your bum? Not very much. <laughs> <laughs> please tell me. Please tell me you were recording that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I'm, I'm sparking hard. Hold up. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, episode 61. We are back after another week off. It is Australia's healthiest gaming podcast now. Oh. I am your host, Zachary. I use my full name. That's a bit bad. Zachary Jackson, joined by Kieran Vrabruge. Hello. Jordan Garcia. Hello. And... Dylan Blue Rue. Hello. Um, why is it the healthiest podcast? Don't know because we had a week off. We're all refreshed and refreshed. Okay. A couple of us were feeling a bit ill. And because you're going to shove a potato jam up your bum. And <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Nothing uh, screams you gotta health more. Got to get your starches. Than... Yeah, your starch in your in your starfish. <laughs> I guess. Starch starch fish. Starch, starch um, fish. <laughs> wow. Great start. Uh, are we actually all pretty good? No one's yeah. sick. Uh, I'm I'm still a bit crook, but I think it's more stretch related more than anything. Mm, stretch good. related. Yeah, stretch, <laughs> I, I stretch too much. Starch related. No, uh, oh, that's me. <laughs> but uh, um, I'm good. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Stay How are on you, the gym again? How are oh, you, Zach and Jackery? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i'm all right bit uh bit tired from work am i recording i'm not recording no hey. i'm recording oh, <laughs> oh, jesus oh, it's because it's not moving i was like does it not move oh. but then i see it's moving in, in, in the bottom left there oh, really? um yeah no i'm right yeah just work's been pretty hectic the last couple of weeks so stock taking and all that so mm. um but no, we had a good result, so yay. It's good. But, Love uh, that. Yeah. Big, uh, some big shifts at work. But Astronomical. Tomorrow, so uh, very excited to have a day off. Fabulous. Yeah. How about uh, you, Kieran? You're back at work? Sure How's am. How's, uh, how's it going back? It's all right. It's uh, kind of boring, but that's okay. Are you still like... The um, same thing, like the yeah, 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 everything's yeah. the same. Uh, Good stuff. Another what seven, eight weeks of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. October twenty sixth. Yeah, if but I think that's I think did did they say that if it's if the numbers drop pretty pretty well, they might open it up back. Earlier. No, it's like it's the later ah. of the two, so oh, really? that's like the earliest, yeah. Ah, spion, <clears throat> bummer. Dylan, how's uh, WA? Fabulous, yeah. right? Yeah, not a great deal going on as uh, per WA. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, no, nothing, 
nothing major really, just kind of living life, to be honest. Um, we're allowed to do what we want relatively freely at the moment, which is good. We're pretty lucky. So, do you yeah. have to wear masks? Um, no. So I don't think we ever really got to the stage in which um, masks were mandatory. There are a couple of st- uh, stores in, you know, um, in shopping centers and stuff that require you to wear masks. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think when uh, when COVID first hit in, in March or whatever, like badly around, you know, the world, um, I think the initial idea was that masks weren't going to be that helpful. But for some reason, they, they changed that in the last six months. It's like, now they are. So um, yeah, so I guess you guys have to wear masks pretty much everywhere. But um, yeah, no, nothing here at the moment. And hopefully I'm not recording ever, this podcast but, with a mask. Yeah, probably. It's probably at that point. He's just using it as a pop filter. (laughs) Yeah. Which was already Um, just like a stocking around a coat hanger. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, You guys have to social distance in that year still? Yeah, I think the 1.5 meter things, you know, still in place. Population of WA is like one person per square mile anyway. Yeah, see, I... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You don't you don't see people in WA, so mm. it's a bit of a non-issue, really. But um, yeah, I think that rule technically in place everywhere still. But um, you do see people, you know, taking it a bit for granted and being a bit lax, which is um, obviously not ideal if things were to get bad again. Um, but yeah, most people kind of understand the need to keep the distance. But yeah, it's all relatively rosy down in WA. Nice, Jordan. How's uh, how are you? Well, I uh, actually went outside for once, and I saw that uh, people were taking this very seriously, not wearing masks. So I was super happy about that. Nice. Uh, but you know, that's Sydney side. What do you expect? Uh, mm. But aside from that, yeah, I'm okay. Should come to Melbourne. We take it very seriously here. Look, I could go there and then never leave. Hmm. Could you probably catch COVID? Well, that's a bit morbid. Yeah. No, it's alright. It's getting better. Um, hopefully, yeah. October 26th is when we can finally open it back up. Um, do have some cool news for you. Kieran, you know, actually you should all maybe know about this, but I finally wooed the family of magpies that live in my new area. I after, did uh, see that. After abandoning... Abandoning? Abandoning... Um, Abandoning pre- English's language. The, <laughs> the previous family uh, in the old house. Yeah, I've uh, yeah. finally made friends with them. That's well great done. news. Uh, come in, After, coming yeah. into the house. That was uh, on the main. Yeah, that was, was that was interesting. I was intrigued day. by that. Yeah. Just, um, just, just came in. So the ones we had at the previous place, they were pretty... It took us a while to kind of earn their trust. And there's two of them here that have like... There's a nest. Like if you're standing... If you're leaning against my kitchen bench, there's a nest about 150 meters away. You can like you can see it in this tree, like it's sort of there. Uh, side story to that: I actually bought a pair of binoculars last week so I could look at the nest. Um, oh my god! So I hope like no one <laughs> who looks through the windows back into our place can see me like kind of looking out the window with these things because it might look a bit weird. Um, Just tell them trying to see the might, subtitles, uh, and then it might be. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, 
But yeah, then it might be weirder if I just go, yeah, no, I'm actually looking at the, the magpie nest. Just, just Yeah, that's that's more embarrassing. Just tell them you're perving. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, they, so these ones, like we, yeah, we, they finally came into the, the backyard and, and stayed there. Um, and one of them is just, just straight in, just not afraid at all. Um, though that one that did, that was inside the house, uh, it actually did get scared and well, it was like, okay, time to sort of get out of the house now. Uh, and it kind of, it flew and it flew into the, the window. It wasn't oh. super hard, which is good. Um, cause it was, sort of like, oh, wow. it was sort of like right next to it. Um, but Anna was like freaking out. And I was like, mate, like you got to just keep calm because if you're freaking out, the bird's going to be freaking more out. Um, so luckily, I uh, was just I pushed the door a bit open more, and it just sort of yeah, it went just to the yeah. So lucky could have been terrible, but um, but you know they uh, came back again today, so it's good, nice, it's all good. Did, did it come inside? Did it go inside again? Or no, it's I don't a bit, think bit scared of that now. I don't, don't think it will. Think, no, they come right up to the door, man. Like I reckon. Oh if really? You, yeah, they. This one is just not afraid at all. So yeah, right. Well, I met I met the last family of magpies, but oh, you did too. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one, yeah. I, I reckon if the door, so now because we we have the door open sometimes, and because it's coming into summer, it's gonna be nice to have the like you know the door open a bit. But fucking, if old mate just waltzes in when he pleases. Um, See, when I first too- saw that photo, yeah. I thought it was like a. I thought you'd you'd gotten like a highly detailed magpie like figure. So did I. I inspected those photos. I was like, are the legs in the same position? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then I saw the other photo and I'm like, is it, is it a photo of a, of a magpie standing next like to the figure? Like, is it meant to like bring them in? But like, no, it's just straight up magpie hanging out in your house. Yeah. yeah um, that's wild. Yeah, that was cool. But um, yeah, I think if, if, the, if it didn't like... Anna says like, don't let them inside again, but we'll, we'll see. We'll work on it. Um, Look, as long but, as yeah. she doesn't see it or know about it, what's the harm? Uh, just as long as it doesn't shit anywhere. So that's because it, it literally took a dump all over the deck, man. There was dump everywhere. The magpie dump. <laughs> just, Look, if it happens again, um, just say you did it. Yeah. Um, but it, no, it works uh, every time. No, it's been, it's, it's, it's been good. Um, you know I love birds. Magpie birds. But uh, video games, eh? How about them? I was hoping we get to those eventually. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What have we been playing? Let's. Uh... Oh, wait. Hang on. Big news. Huge news. Wait, wait. Did I say it on the podcast last time? Did I say I f- finished Greedfall? No, because we. That... You, that happened post. Yeah, I can't remember. Last, that it's been happened. two weeks. Yeah. But yeah, finished Greedfall. Pledge Wowie. number two. Done and dusted. Wow, you've done more uh, pledges than I have. That's no, you've played, but yours is like a hundred billion hours, mate. It's like four hundred and fifty hours, yeah. You have nearly as much pledge time as I have space remaining on my computer for recording. The Fact. more you know. Um, but yeah, it was fine. I mean, yeah, the ending you could sort of see coming a bit, but yeah, it was fine. Um. And speaking of pledges, I've also started the occupation, which Dylan reviewed and gave it a five. I think it might have been a five. Yeah, love five that. And a half. I don't know. I'll have I think a look. Quality games. 
I reckon, Kieran, I reckon you'd like it. And not, I think, uh, and Dylan would, would agree that the only reason it got a five was because it, it was buggy as shit. Yeah, it was broken. It was broken. Yeah, it was five, five out of ten. Um, but if it wasn't, if it wasn't broken, what what score would you have given it? Five and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, I mean, uh, I mean, I think that's kind of hard to to judge now, given it, it was like a year ago. But um, it would have, it would have been. I don't know. Are we talking seven? I, I, I'd say it'd be, it'd be relatively safe to say it would be in like a seven territory. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, it's really it cool. was, yeah, it was just a bit broken. Do you, do you know what it is, Kieran? Uh, vaguely, it's I did, but it's been a while. A journalist. Oh yeah, and you and it's like uh, it's like time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it all like plays time. out in real time. So like you have yeah. to like kind of pick where you go, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the only question I have for you, Dylan, is in the se- in the se- I've played two chapters now out of the five. In yep. the the second one, you're in that building, and right. you have a meeting with that girl. Like you know, so uh-huh. when you go to the yep. yeah, so when, yeah. But if you so the meeting's at four. If you don't go there at four, does anything like can you go to like quarter past four and keep investigating orders? And then or does she like fuck off and go? No, nah, you missed the meeting. Oh man, I honestly don't, don't remember. Okay. I can't no, remember. No, because there was some stuff that I wanted to try and get like some information, but. Um, it was like it was like four or two, and I was like, "Fuck, she, she like, I don't, I don't want to fail this, yeah, mission, um, yeah." I feel like there's there's got to be something I can't quite remember because yeah. I, I played it and then I jumped out, but like you'd assume there'd be something there to, well, to make sure the, that you you go back. The PA is like you know you've got a meeting now, kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, like I'm definitely enjoying it, but it is kind of a bit. Yeah, like when you pause it and you unpause it, it's very slow to kind of uh, to get back to the game, and the loading screen takes forever. Like at the start, uh, I had the I had an issue where I <clears throat> was playing it before dinner one night, and then I paused it. Uh, so I was like, maybe I think I was like forty eight or fifty minutes in to yep. like, to that same chapter. Um, so you, like the 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 meeting with that lady's at uh, four o'clock. And I paused it and I went and had dinner and then I watched a TV show and whatever and then came back a bit later, like a couple of hours later and I just had a green screen on the uh, PS4. Yeah. So, there, so there's, yeah, so there's no like in a in-chapter autosave. So I basically had to go through and play it. Is the again. is the UI still broken? Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm reading over my review and, I, review and I'm starting to remember things and it's like if you hover over like the, the answer phone, you have to like, you have to basically place like the the pointer like far to the oh. right of it to even actually get it oh. to come up. Because I've written on here that the U yeah the UI was real bad and uh, there were like I don't know, but yeah. like, like but you can zoom in and go. I yeah. haven't found it to be too annoying, but I found it to be a bit finicky. Um, when there's like when you're using like the like the tape player and there's like multiple buttons next to it. Yeah, uh, and you kind of got to try and get make make sure it's on the right button. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, I remember that. That's about yeah. it. Um, but now, Karen, I reckon you'd enjoy it. It's uh. Yeah, I, I have been meaning to check it out at some yeah. point, but I'm keen to play more. Um, that's yeah, no, I do want to go back to it. That's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, so that's me done to jump in first. Nice. Sick. Once. Um, 
but it, yeah, the other things we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, Dylan, what have you been up to? Um, so in, ter- in terms of anything that's not a review game, um, I haven't really been playing too much. I've been a bit busy with uni and that, but I played the first hour of um, Resident Evil 7 on PC again through Game Pass because I want to play that again. I did notice that just PC. hit Game Pass. Yeah. yeah. Any reason? Any reason why? Um, yeah. I just really like RE7. And I thought, well, I have a PC that's that's good. May as well, you know, play it on there and run through it again. Um, I guess eight's not forever away, but um, it would be nice to to play through it again. Do we know? So yeah, has there been any rumored dates for that? For eight, um, not that I remember. I feel like there was was it not just meant to be like early twenty twenty one or? Mm. or they, I feel like if there were rumored dates, you would know, Zach. Well, I've been told some information but it's it's old and i have heard that i don't know if, if there's an early um sorry if there was a there might be a delay i think i read but i, I can't remember um yeah there's a thing from like july saying it's it's aiming for q1 2021 so yeah i don't think there's any yeah it's yeah. pretty much what i expected um you played re2 do you prefer yes. two to seven or does do you, do you like the first person one better? Um, I, it's again, it's hard because they're they're different, but they're both really good. Like I do like seven a lot. Um, I do think the last third of seven kind of muddies seven a little little bit, whereas two is kind of awesome. I think the the whole time it's yeah, it's it's great. I think I do probably yeah, I think I do like two more. And I played mm. a lot of too. Like I, ran, I think I ran through each campaign like four times in the end. Um, Badass. To the to the point where I could you know run through in like an hour and a half or however long it was, like two hours or something, and S rank and all that. Um, but yeah, I think I am keen to have a another first person RE. I think I've said that to you. Like mm. I do, I do feel like having two separate, you know, flavors of of Resident Evil is good. Like have your third person ones. You could you could still make new third person ones for sure, um, but. I do like what they do with the the first person stuff, especially when they incorporate like the virtual reality stuff into it, like they did with Seven. Mm. But yeah, yeah. I wonder if has Seven's not sorry, not Seven Eight hasn't been um, no... mentioned with VR or yeah VR. At all. Nah, nah. Oculus they haven't or... said anything. Nah. No, not yet. Cool, Jordo. Did you just call me Jordo? I did. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, the usual Final Fantasy Jordan. fourteen. Um, I actually just finished writing a big article about it for Chili Sauce. Um, fun, yeah, fun fact about that: I had to reset my entire computer, so I had lost that article, so I had to restart it, and it's not a short article. Anyway, um, I also started playing Control. Oh. Yeah, boy. And I think I'm going to sub a hat and time out for it for my pledges. <gasps> Do it. Wait, what? I mean, I mean that's that's all well and good, but a hat in time is fucking great. I know it is. It's just me and my friend want to co-op it, and the online co-op for a hat in time is junk. A hat in time. Let me look at this. Another name. Oh, no, I don't know what that is. 10 out of 10. Wow. There you go. So, uh, are we subbing it out? Yep, is subbing like, it out. Is, is that like for like, though? Do I have to go and... Uh, control's longer, I think. Oh. You like the long ones, don't you? Yeah. 
All right, cool. Does that mean I have to now get rid of control as a pledge because you've got it? No. No, it doesn't. Good answer. Unless, unless you want to play a hat in time. Fuck that. <laughs> um, and uh, I did play uh, a little bit of Fortnite Save the World because we need to get into it once. The, uh, On your iPhone? No, my iPhone. I can't. Um, I've been meaning to get into it since it was officially released. And yeah, it's still pretty fun. Nice. Um, cool. Kieran, what do you got? Hello. Yeah, for us. Kiro. Kiro. What? No. I just, no, no, no. Thank, thanks, Zacho. Dildo. No worries. Dildo. <laughs> Mate, I've heard that my whole fucking life. <laughs> Whose dildo have you been listening to? <laughs> Wait, they don't, they don't make sound. I know about things. Um, what have I been playing that's not something I'm going to talk about shortly? Ah, oh, Spiritfarer uh, oh, has become my like ritual bedtime game. Um, it is fucking awesome. It's wow. probably uh, up there with uh, Mutation as like fave indie games of this generation, I reckon. Mm. It's very, very cozy and very wholesome and uh, addictive. So, nice. yeah. Um, it's just like you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> t- taking a break from Fall Guys a little bit. Uh, I don't think there's been anything else oh. to note. I played Fall Guys. Oh, yeah? I did well, play you it. played a this, current game? This week, I, I did. Um, How'd you go? I didn't win. I can tell you that much. Well, um, I figured that. But, but no, it was fun. Um, Anna and I played a bit of it. Yeah, just sort of took in turns. I thought because one of my other mates told me that he and his girlfriend played together, so I uh... assumed they could play together. Uh, and then when when I like loaded it up and uh, went to play, I was I like I realised, and she's there with the controller. She, she, she's uh... like, so where do I sign in? And I was like, that's you, sad. You don't. <laughs> Fail, guys. Um, yeah. But no, like, it, it was fun. We had a bit of a laugh. Yeah, um, sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Tight. Is that... I think that's... That I honestly think that's the only, like, <clears throat> non... Uh, Review? Review-ish kind oh, of thing. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All yep. right, let's get stuck into the gems of the... Uh, Episode. I just ate all the gems. Yeah. Yeah, mate. They're all. Well, he's got two left for later, but he's not going to tell you where those are. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. Well, who wants to go first? Dylan, you can go with uh, Tony Gems. Tony Tony Gems one and two. Tony Gems one and two. Um, I'll keep it relatively short. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one plus two or one and two. Um, best game I played this number year. Number three. I was going to say. That. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what it's called. It's like one. Yeah, one and two. Um, best game I played this year. I think. Um, really. Yes. It's going to be. I don't know. I can't even remember half the games I reviewed this year. But arguably the highest score I think this year. Ooh, I'll be wow. giving a game. Um, it's just hard to find faults in. To be honest, like mm. um, I don't know how, like well versed everyone is in the Tony Hawk's uh Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. 
Um, they're not a series of games that I played much of because I think the first two came out when I was like a toddler. So doesn't particularly help uh, my case in terms of getting access to those games. But um, I did play Why, a bit of, I think, oh, mate, I just, I couldn't skate yet. Oh. Um, still yeah. can't. Ha- haven't said it. Yeah, I still can't. That's why I play skating games. Um, <laughs> but I think I played a decent amount of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 um, oh, yeah. and, and and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, perfect sort of arcade skating game. Um, I think they take – I've watched a lot of stuff on the history of, of those games just kind of to familiarize myself in terms of, like, the move sets and stuff. Um, mm. And they t- they basically take the best things of, of like, the first four um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater games yeah. and just kind of mesh it into one consistent package. And, you know, in, in a game where you've got more than one, you know, game, you can tend to feel the difference between them. Like if you've got like your Spyro trilogy, you know, you can, they, they do kind of feel distinctly different. Whereas this Tony Hawk game has got levels from one and two, but it just feels like it's consistently the same thing throughout. And um, yeah, I'm loving it. It's amazing. Is, is it true? Because I've heard that like, instead of it just being a remake, they showed it how the environment and the characters have aged. So like all the skateboarders that were young back then are like actually aged now. And yeah, so they, they exi- like they, the, the characters in game are their, are their current age. That's cool. So this, yeah. That's so you've cool. got like, all your skaters are just like middle-aged dads now. <laughs> and then, that's and then awesome. they've got, like, they've got a whole bunch of, um, they got like some new ones, skaters yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They've got a whole bunch of new skaters. I don't think there were any, um, female skaters. I don't think in the first one for the first couple. Um, but they've got a, like a bunch of female new age skaters and stuff as well, and uh, like Riley Hawk as well. So Tony, uh, Tony, Tony's son, sorry. Um, which is yeah, it's cool, and you can make your own skater, you can build your own park, and the builder park. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the like creation tools half the time, which is funny because I want to make games, but um, create creation tools I don't really tinker with. Uh, yeah, probably because I mean it's it can be a bit obtuse, but it is. Um, a really fun tool to you know build skate parks and stuff like that and it's got online as well so it basically just takes what those games had makes it better and and just rolls with it really and those games were already amazing to begin with so i think those games are like up in the upper echelon of like metacritic scores those games are like 98s and stuff it's crazy um but yeah my score's not that high um because yeah but um it's it's a brilliant game well, we top out at ten, so you can't give a ninety-eight, mate. <laughs> no, well, nine point eight, but um, yeah. So it's that's, a solid, solid time. Um, I've almost hundred percent of both campaigns. So, really? yeah, mate, you love um, it. yeah, I do love it. It's just a, it's just a sort of game where you just sit there for hours. I guess it was a hard game to really get wrong. Especially yeah, when, yeah, but um, well, but I mean, I mean, they've done Tony Hawk's HD before. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Really wrong. Yeah, yeah they true. did fuck it up last time. I think what they did this time that I heard is that they they basically went back to the source code and just and built from that as opposed yeah. to you know building their own thing. So the game feels like they did um, back then, which is cool. Um, so yeah, it's just it's a new coat of paint. The game also looks really pretty. So it's got HDR and, and stuff like that, and and the the lighting is actually quite impressive, um, which is you know. Not something that I felt a skating game needed, but it's there and it's it's fantastic to look at. So it goes um, to show you how scalable some of the old engines could be. Yeah, I, I I agree. To be honest, it's like 
yes, yeah, they took a foundation there and they've they've built up on it, and it's 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 technically quite impressive. The game runs, you know, very well, and I've you know watched Digital Foundry videos and stuff just to see how it ran, ran everywhere else, as opposed to PS4 Pro that I'm playing it on, and it seems to maintain you know a solid sixty across all um, consoles. You know, the resolution obviously being a bit different between them, but um, it's yeah, no performance issues that I've seen at all either. So it's kind of hard to find faults in, to be honest. I think the only real issue I have with it is that um, when you try to collect like collectibles and you you know try to sharply turn, sometimes the controls can be a little bit finicky because the game wants you to constantly be moving. Um, but other than that, it's it's kind of hard to you know talk talk ill of it, to be honest. It's hard to turn. No, it's not. Sounds a 10, like a ten. But Sounds it's actually like a ninety-eight. Yeah, it's a it's a ninety-eight, but no, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a higher one to be honest. But yeah, it's it's not over yet. I still got to play a bit of online, so um, you know the online could be a bit average. But um, I haven't gone into that yet. But I plan to do that uh, after this. So see how we go. But it's bloody brilliant. Probably my game bloody of the year so far. But I haven't played. Year. Yeah, there's a couple of games I'm missing this year, so it might not be my game of the year. But as of right now. Have you, yeah, you played Old Mate? Old Mate, mate. here? Yeah, but I haven't played Ghost yet, so... And um, that game does speak to me, I just haven't played it yet. I also haven't played Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake yet. Nice. Yes. Very cool. Uh, Kieran, you, you've also been playing uh, Ghost... Oh, fuck, Ghost <laughs> uh, Tony Hawk. Ghost of Tony. Ghost of Tony. Uh, do you echo Dylan's thoughts? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I um, I played quite a bit of the original two on the PS One. Um, they when I played those, it was like at that age where like we just played whatever games you could get or whatever games you had. It didn't really have to be like an interest or whatever. Um, so I kind of stopped playing them after that when I realized I wasn't into skateboarding at all. Um, but it's nice going back to them. Uh, and like Dylan said, they, they like mechanically feel really solid. Um, and it's definitely like a combination of like all of the sort of things they added on in the future. Um, so it's interesting, like going back and playing, uh, all of the levels because I have, I have all the levels in muscle memory, um, but not the mechanics. Cause they're obviously a little bit different to what I used to play. So like, I'm kind of still trying to find my feet in actually playing the levels like doing tricks and and you know getting getting big scores and stuff but i know the levels off by heart and i can sort of just go through and find all the goals and stuff in the levels pretty much straight away so yeah i'm still bailing yeah. a lot i'm still trying to get my get my skate shoes on legit I, I was at uni today and i was sitting in a room and i was i legit looked around and thought about like how easy it would be to grind oh, in <laughs> it was it was bizarre like- it was fucking bizarre. When I got told oh, to turn off the, the PlayStation when I was a kid, I would go and get my tech deck and I'd like go around the room, like uh-huh. make little ramps with my books oh, and stuff. Tech decks, eh? Tech decks were mad. How good. But uh, yeah, it's good. And the soundtrack's an absolute banger. Like old and new tracks. All yeah, so the good. new tracks are surprisingly good. Like, yeah, there's a few it's in a really there that good I actually range. like. Yeah. And the game's actually quite challenging as well. Yeah, like there are there are like the the basic score like high scores are, um, you know, not not too difficult to achieve. But some of the like the six they're called six scores. They're like the highest scores you can you can unlock, uh, you know, challenges for. They're actually really hard to to do unless you're you know 
really good at at pro skater but it doesn't take long to play and like if like you know after like 10 hours of playing it you're pretty much pulling off like the pro scores in one in one combo it's definitely a game where like if you like you know you go to bed you wake up the next morning you kind of need to like take a couple of minutes to get back into it yeah it's like my controller died at one point and i grabbed a different controller and it just felt it felt different it was bizarre it was just like it didn't feel like it did before like was i had it to like buttons? sit there for fo- it's the exact same controller like ah. just like different uh, just a different <laughs> like ps4 controller yeah same layout it was just like it just felt off it was weird but it's it's an awesome game yeah there you go love it i actually did play tony hawks back in the day on ps1 there you go i bet you wouldn't pick that no i bet no i i bet you would have mate you would have loved shredding it up in bernie tasmania <laughs> Um, King of the Streets. Yeah, Jordan, you got any interest in Tony Hawk? I I do. Uh, probably late, later down the line. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. He's it's got ultra wide support, I think, and you can play as Jack Black. Yeah, yeah. I'm sold. Yep. Yeah, I'm sold. Huh. Was there a guy called Bones? In yeah, the, in the game? he's in the new one too. If you get the special edition. Oh, is he in, in the special edition? Yeah, is it, is it Bones O'Neill? Is that his name? I think so. This is just literally just a skeleton, yeah. 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 <laughs> that would be, uh, I thought that was good. Um, all right. What? Moving on. What? That he, wasn't what? a joke. He's being legitimate. He's a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh. Right. Well, that's all. Different guy, maybe. Maybe Bones isn't his name, and I'm just stereotyping. But wasn't so? Was Bones a fake skater? I'm lost. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Anyway, um, Jordan, you yes. want to go with your review game? Let me just double check. Embargo. <laughs> you're, you're, you're good. You're all good. good. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. I, I was pretty sure. We're I almost there already. Yeah. Talk to me. No. Tell us about what you've been playing. Uh, so I've been playing for review the Outer Worlds first DLC, Perils in Gorgon. Is it in Gorgon? Or on in Gorgon? Peril on, on Gorgon. Pe- Peril on Gorgon. Um, and yeah, did you play it? Uh, I did a Zach playthrough. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's that? Grumpy mean? Gorgon. That means he hasn't got the code <laughs> yet. I mean, you'll finish it in like a year. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, after being okay. quite happy with uh the base game, I was thoroughly underwhelmed with oh peril on gorgon it kind of just it just does nothing new like the environments feel all the same all the enemies feel the same there's really not much new in terms of weaponry there aren't a whole lot of new abilities it raises the level cap by three and the story's not bad it's just not exceptional it's got a really strong start and a great finish but the middle part is kind of bit like eh. me do you have a strong start and a great finish? That's what I've been told. I think your finish is pretty average. I reckon <laughs> the middle, uh, the middle part's not beginning, not middle, and end out. all average. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, I wasn't expecting this uh, expansion to be massive, but I was still thoroughly underwhelmed with what was delivered because the world is small, and there's yet yeah, there's just not a whole lot to it. I was kind of. Yeah, like it's not bad. It's just, it's not great. 
So, Kieran, you've also been playing it for review for Press Start. Shout, Shout outs out to to the lads there. Big Shan Cake. Um, what do you do? You what do you think about that? I think yeah, Jordan's I'm wrong. He's not wrong. Um, oh. I think definitely the like if you were to uh, pick it like a disappointing aspect of the DLC, it would definitely be the fact that it doesn't really do anything new. Um, I think like going into it, you really have to want to just play more of the outer worlds. Um, it's yeah, it's a little bit disappointing that they didn't tr- really try to experiment with the formula with this one or or do anything sort of different or add anything substantial but at the same time um it's it it, that's that's in terms of the gameplay but like the the writing and the the mission sort of narrative and the structure and stuff is is peak outer worlds like it's up there with the best parts of the main game um like i just there's so many so many moments where i was just thoroughly enjoying like all the character dialogue and and really kind of getting invested in making my character play a certain way and, and you know, completing missions that, uh, you know, in, in step with what my character was like. Um, and it was kind of difficult to do that as well because I was playing with a save file from the developer rather than my own because the review for the DLC was on PC and I played on PS4 originally. Um, so that was interesting, right. trying to get to grips with the game after having not played it for a year and also playing it from the middle of the game with a completely different character. So it, um, interesting thing with that note, Zach never forwarded me that save file. Oh, really? <laughs> so Really? No, he never did. So I had to download the game twice, one for the review build and one for the normal game. Are you sure? I am positive. No, um, no I'm not that. I am I'm pretty sure it was in the only one email that I got. But anyway... Um, and anyway, so I downloaded the game twice. Once wow. to launch it as a normal base game, so then my save file could be re-downloaded onto my computer, and then I launched the builds, and it would run off of my normal save file. That's I still... Never got at that least you could do that. Well, it says in the email here there are multiple save files. You should have just said, hey, you didn't send the save files. By the time I realized, I was like, ah, I can just download it. It's easier for me to just download it anyway. But, anyway... Yeah. I, I, um, I get what Kieran's saying, and it is, like, in, in terms of, like, being an Outer Worlds kind of quest, it is, you know, very up there. It's just, it felt to me more like a, just a side quest or a side quest line more than an actual expansion. Yeah. Like, if if I was playing it and that happened towards the end of the game, I'd be like, this is a really cool quest line. But yeah. Because, because it's been hyped up as an expansion, I was just like, this is, this is it. Like, really? Yeah. It's um yeah. I like it really just feels like they didn't want to mess with the formula too much like you know inadvertently kind of break the mechanical flow of the base game or anything by introducing too many wild different mechanics. Um some of the like there's like six new perks and most of them are pretty boring but a couple of them are crazy. Like the one that gives you like plus 10 to all your stats if you like never pick up a companion. Yeah. There's some cool stuff like that that kind of would change how you would actually approach the main game if you started it again. I think it's 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 one of those things that's definitely played best as part of like a a, a replay. Yeah, for sure. It's not something you would just like buy and play that DLC and then that's it. Um, but yeah, you like yeah everything you're saying is yeah 100 percent 
correct. It is. It does feel just kind of very safe and very just more of the same. Um, so it really just depends. Like if you froth the outer worlds completely and you do, and that's what you want, then you know it'll be good. Um. All right. Question for you. Do you think that... I love how you say that without a name attached? Yeah. Well, I think he means you because you were the last one talking. Well, no, question for you both. Sorry, is what is like question because you guys Then why don't just say question for the both of you? Okay, well, question, question for the both of you. For the both of you. Uh, do you think maybe um with because it's developed by Obsidian, yes? Yes. 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 Do you think maybe uh now that they're sort of owned by Xbox, they uh, have bigger things to worry about. So that's why maybe this experience is a bit more repetitive. Uh, I don't think so. Like, okay. I guess I like I assume that with most DLCs that it's in development in like a B team situation, and then the main team's working on the next big thing. Mm. Um. But I mean, it's not like it's not like that side of Obsidian is like they're not doing like Grounded is a different team again. So um, I'd say that like it's it's been their primary focus for most of the time. It is a quick turnaround as well, though. It's like a year, and I like I think going back to I'm pretty sure Shannon did an interview with the devs not long before we started playing it, um, and they said that they pretty much started making it not long after the game came out so it's been less than a year okay nice um reviews go live when do they go live someone tell me 2 a.m tomorrow morning i'm pretty sure yeah okay. they'll be live before yeah. this goes out well before yeah cool what uh what scores are we given i'm going 6.5 oh i think i'm going 7.5 okay so so fairly similar then yeah okay that could nice. change by the time 2am rolls around but i don't think so tidy uh kieran you haven't been reviewing but you've been playing with our reviewer uh who is adam who mm. is doing marvel's avengers yes um tell us about it because yeah you guys scored the uh the codes for that one um is it based on your tweets i think and what we've sort of s- spoken about it mm. the beta was not a good um promo for the game yeah shocking shockingly the the beta which uh i think adam still really enjoyed but i thought was kind of underwhelming um like borderline just confusing um turns out they just did a bad job with that because uh, the the actual game itself, at least like the the main sort of campaign content of the game, is kind of awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, this is kind of Adam's baby, I guess, with his review. But um, I've played through the the entirety of the main campaign and quite a bit of the post game content and multiplayer and stuff, um, which I I expected, you know, when when we got the code to just kind of jump on, have a bit of a bash, get on with Adam, make sure he gets some like multiplayer in. But I've been stuck. I've been addicted to it, so I guess that's telling. Um, mm. It's it's a weird one. It's there's 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 a lot of things wrong with it. 
um especially when when it comes to the post-game content and like obviously like the loot system and the monetization side of things um and there's you know lots of lots of issues with like polish and frame rate and and stuff especially on consoles um but even on pc i'm pretty sure people are having lots of lots of issues with performance um but like the the strength of the 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 core story and the characters and especially kamala khan or miss marvel the main character kind of outshines a lot of that so while you're playing the campaign it's awesome um and then you know when you sort of start playing after that the the cracks start to show a little bit but at that point you kind of already invested as well so it's yeah it's an interesting one i wouldn't say it's like amazing um but it's it's very playable um and i've been enjoying playing it nice Uh, i think from what i've heard adam's uh been enjoying it too yeah um so the when I spoke to you guys the other day, the you were having issues with the multiplayer. So would you say that most of the good stuff is single player so far? Yeah. Um like the 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 main like the story campaign is the best part of it by far. Um and yeah, they they've had a lot of like uh matchmaking issues and stuff. Um like you know, launch launch teething issues, but um, when you do get into multiplayer, it's like, and, and when you, when you have like a full squad, um, even though the, the missions themselves that you're playing in multiplayer are kind of repetitive, it's always just kind of dropping into a zone and doing like basic objectives. Um, but like when you're in combat and like, I, I play as Kamala mostly. Um, so if I'm, if I'm playing as Kamala and I'm like beating up bad guys and then like Hulk's like running up next to me and charging guys and like, iron man's like flying past and you know shooting dudes and it's all like other people um it's it's kind of exhilarating like it it's they kind of nail that superhero fantasy aspect um when it's when it's good and then when it's bad it's kind of awful so it's yeah a little bit all over the place at the moment but i think it's got potential down the track to to vastly improve as far as like games as a service kind of stuff goes it's it's definitely not on the anthem side of things which is nice who does um Adam roll as? I'm pretty sure that he's all over Oh, is it Captain America or Iron Man? Someone's stupid. <laughs> shout outs. Yeah, shout outs. Uh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I think he'll be here next week to uh, talk about what his final thoughts are on that. Um but yeah, it's it, it seems that that's pretty much the case from everyone that it's yeah the the beta was a very poor representation of what the game could offer yeah Um, i feel like the beta they just tried to show like piecemeal bits of everything that the game had to offer and they should have just led mm. with the best parts yeah um but yeah it is what it is i guess because i've like i've seen some 10 out of 10s man there was one that uh, well those are wrong but hey wait wait wait. (laughs) even (laughs) <laughs> I haven't finished yet, but there was there were some sites that, well, sorry, there was one site that gave it the town ten that I've seen, uh, said it was game of the year. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember the site, but was that like a Dylan game of the year though, where it's like the only one they've played from this year? <laughs> well, <laughs> pretty much. Hey mate, I played a few. Shout outs. Um, Shout outs to the few games I have played. Well, there's a there's one 
I'm just looking at M4G. Uh, and there's a 3 out of 10 here. <laughs> Love that. Uh, anyway. Uh, cool. Oh my god, that game looks cool as. <laughs> um, let's move on. Uh, so I, I actually did a review last week, or early this week, I can't remember now, uh, for Street Power Football. Uh, I was going to talk about this last week, but we obviously had a had a break. Um, so Street Power Football is uh, probably the best football game I've ever played. Um, Lies. I love, I love everything about it, and it's by my favorite publisher, Maximum Games. Um, I love that you people will have to pay $80 for the privilege of, of uh, playing it because it, it's just worth every single cent. Shut what do you up. mean, you people? You, you people. Um, yeah, so Street Power Football is like a... It's like a street football slash freestyle football. Uh, when I, when I say football, I Does mean... Does it have football? Just soccer. wondering. It's got football. It's got feet and balls in it. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know something like my kind of game. That's all. <laughs> feet balls. Um, but, but it's kind of like FIFA Street meets NBA Jam kind of thing. Uh, yeah, so Maximum Games, we know what they're famous for. Uh, Troll yeah, and ad- I, Dead, absolute Dead Alliance. Um games that just aren't very good and when i had the i think i might have even spoke about the the previous session of this on on the podcast previously but yeah it, when i i was kind of like oh yeah this could be okay like you know it's not like a story game like troll and i so it's just it's street football like how hard can it be to make a game like that kind of suck a lot uh, and this one sucks a lot uh, this is by uh, someone called SFL Interactive, who I don't actually know who they really are. Um, but yeah, everything about this game just stinks. It's just not good. It's bad. Love so that uh, FIFA. The art, uh, yeah, the the art style is uh, is kind of okay. Like, it kind of works on the the sort of <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Um, but it kind of works for like the kind of game that that they're going for. Um, it's got just the controls. A bad movement clunky um the game is like the game there's a there's another real good review that i read uh afterwards and it mentions the loading screens and i saw them and thought gee they're fucking like intense it's all they're not intense but they're just there's just a lot of info like all over it so you, you, uh, instead of having like a tips loading screen right where there's like one tip on the thing so you kind of go okay yeah cool there's like eight tips on like this one page kind of thing so you kind of like Hey, which tip do I look at? And then by the time you've read but you know half what? one. As, um, as far as we know, you love a good tip. Which tip do I tip. look at is a problem I have every night. Um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, so this is, yeah, it's just, it's just not good. It's bad. There's like, a, there's five different modes. Um, two of them are basically QTE modes. Um, one's it's where you go to like nutmeg another player. And the other ones like we just got to juggle the ball and do tricks and stuff. Another one's like a trick shot mode where you got to hit, um, you know, hit, um, kick the ball into bins and stuff like that. Um, and there's like a single player mode, uh, like a campaign called B King or Street King or something like that, um, where it's like a mixture of all the modes. But yeah, the game just is just it's bad. It's so bad. I hated it. Um, Love that. Very good. Yeah. Game of the uh, year. So if you like street football, I would recommend uh, going to wherever 
JB or EB or Amazon or Gumtree and finding a copy of FIFA 20 and playing Volta because that's just an infinitely better version of street football. Um, yeah, I... Uh, this review is sponsored by EA. Compared it to... Actually, I did mention EA in the review because I said it's likely made with a budget that would make EA developers cry with joy because uh, I reckon this is made with like eight bucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Four just... bucks on the logo. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, it's got this all these like famous... Uh, like freestylers and street footballers in it. I mean, none who I've ever heard of before because that's just not my thing, right? But they're, they're just... Like, there's one guy who's, like, the main guy and he'll have... And it, when you're doing this, the street rat king or whatever the fuck that this, this single mode is called, um, he's always in these, like, weird... Very weird cutscenes that it, it's just bizarre. It's like, you could have probably used that money elsewhere to make, like, the game not shit. <laughs> Or not as shit. Um, it's, it's just a very bizarre inclusion. Um, but yeah, bad. I compared it to what's what's the good line I had? Uh, the game the game is about as deep and fun as a rock pool filled with blue ringed octopuses. So nice. Yeah, bad bad game. And it's eighty bucks. Like that. Like that's the yeah, main thing. Jesus. If this game was like twenty bucks, or I mean, maybe even thirty max. You know, you could kind of go okay. It's thirty bucks. It's from Maximum Games, whatever. But it's eighty dollars. Actually, that's why it's seventy nine dollars. I don't want to. Wow, trying to pull a wool over us. Um, if anyone pays seventy nine dollars for this, they've either got too much money or they're dumb. Um, they're not mutually exclusive. Sorry. So when are we interviewing the devs? No. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Far actually. Around. Yeah. Yeah, there actually is a special guest on this podcast. Um. But yeah, no, had the mic had the mic on mute for fifty seven minutes. <laughs> well, they've yeah. they've just left they've just left the Discord now. Oh, no. um, Not having it. All right. Uh, I've also over the past few weeks, so for made in Australia for September, we're doing a Tassie developer called Myriad Game Studio, uh, and we're covering their upcoming game where the snow settles. Uh, I was able to go hands on with a preview build of the game uh, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, our interview with them is up now, so you can read it all about the game. But essentially, uh, the game is you play as a girl called Aurelia, I think is how you say it. Um, the characters aren't voiced, so I'm not quite sure, but I, I believe that's how you would pronounce it. Uh, and you're in this village, and it's like snow is like it's like frozen. It's a very, very, very bad winter, um, and you're sister who Aurelia you could tell from, from like the get go that she looks up to her sister quite a bit um, she is part of like a hunter's group or, or something like that and they have to venture out and try and find food and, and, and stuff like that because there's not, nothing growing and yeah they, they're going on this mission to uh, speak to the, like the neighbouring village and that um, but, but right before they leave you and uh Esther is her name. You, you and Esther go on this little trip, not trip, but this little walk to to this little spot that they used to go to when they were kids. Um, and there's like these magical stones that are in this spot. And Aurelia touches the stones, and um, it like transports her to this like other realm where like spirits and stuff in it, not like ghost 
sort of spirits, but like these bright, luminous spirits. Um, and basically, it's sort of about uh, when you're in this spirit world, you find out that there's sort of something playing with the world and you know making the world sort of uh, bad, and that's why the winter itself is like really really bad. And so yeah, basically the part of the game. Uh, so the what you do in the game is uh, you have to get out of that realm. Um, and you, which you do, and then you you have to sort of try and solve, uh, and and yeah, why it's uh, yeah, what's going wrong with the world? Uh, it's pretty short. Uh, the devs have said that it's about one one to two hours max. Um, yeah, which is which is definitely shorter than than I expected. Uh, I was because I played it at PAX a couple of years ago, so that's why it sort of caught my eye and. I kind of was maybe thinking around the four-ish, maybe even five-hour hour mark. But yeah, comes in at one to two hours. It, it was fine. I mean, it's only like a, a preview, so I'm not going to judge it too harshly. But there are a couple of things that they could work on. Um, but I'm putting up a preview next week, I think. It's basically already written. But yeah, that'll, that'll be up next week if you want to check that out. Um, I definitely recommend having a look. Because it is, uh, there are some very cool things about it, like the art style, while a bit rough at the moment, is actually quite quite neat. Um, the characters are faceless, which they said was mostly like an artistic sort of design, but it, it kind of works with the story. And uh, one of the big, the cool things that they've said is that Aurelia is for her character. They um, yeah, let me just find the exact wording so I don't stuff it up. Uh, but the question I, that I threw to them was, uh, Aurelia is described as having underrepresented strengths. Can you explain what this means? And they just sort of said that in their experience, female protagonists are often represented as phys- physically strong, loud, and boisterous. We wanted to focus on the other strengths like introspection, the ability to listen and learn from others, and compassion. Uh, and we use, use these to shape the mechanics and the narrative of the world, which is kind of cool. Um, and it's sort of, yeah, you'll understand what, what they kind of mean by that when you sort of play play the game and the sound design is really cool it kind of has a little bit of firewatch vibes um yeah like instead of having the, the characters voiced uh whenever there's dialogue on the screen from that character there's like an audio cue like a guitar strum or like a piano chord for example um and it kind of the tone of the the cue is yeah how it's meant to kind of convey i guess if that makes sense uh coming pc and xbox one in 2021 uh where the snow settles preview next week shout out to myriad games studio in tassie represent shout out thanks nice um all right should we talk news yeah yeah there's some pretty big news uh, um do you want to leave the the juiciest till last, or start with the juiciest first? Start with this one while we're um on air. Uh, the potential for a PS Five pre-orders going live pretty soon is heating up because Amazon just leaked a bunch of game covers and screenshots. Yes, Boy. yes. So a big old nibble, nibble, yep. nibble, um, nibble on that. <clears throat> excuse me. That uh, that good. Would you call him an insider? Uh, anyway, that, yeah. that, that that famous guy who posts on Twitter quite a bit, um, or 
person, sorry, I'm, I'm not sure if, if it's a guy. Uh, yeah, so he's t- tweeted out that um, a bunch of uh, PS5 game cases came out for uh, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, something All-Stars, I can have to load into the thing, Destruction, All-Stars, Gran Turismo 7, and Returnal. And uh, uh, Demon Souls as well, which yes, is, an, I think, a Demon separate Souls tweet. Well. And got, that got uh, screenshots. I don't know if that was from, was that from Amazon as well? I didn't read yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it's cool. Yeah, so they've apparently been up on Amazon Australia. Naughty boys mm. and, and girls. Um, yeah, what do we think? Uh, Jordan, you're a, you're a huge Souls guy. Is the uh, the box art tickle your box? It does. It And, and yeah. the screenshots do as well. They're pretty, um, they're pretty um, nice looking. They look very that. nice. Um, I'm going to be quite, quite upset if it's like close to a launch title because I don't think I'll be able to afford a PS5 close to launch. But uh, Well, the, the game just got raided in Taiwan recently. So. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> like, even if you can afford it, I don't even know. Like, like, can you even get one? Yeah, See, like, I had yeah. money really? saved for one and oh, then yeah. I had to buy a new motherboard. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't play on PC. That's it, mate. Um, but yeah, there's. I'm actually. The more I think about it, the more worried I am. I'm probably like I'm not going to be able to get one because it's going to be pretty they're dicey. Gonna, they're going to sell pretty quick, I reckon. Five minutes, um, I reckon. You reckon? Surely. Given how low, do, especially in Australia. I kind of hope they do them in. I don't know, in like, waves. Uh, yeah. Or like you know, like 10 a.m. 5 p.m. Yeah, let's just say like, I don't know, let's say there's 100 units, for example. They do like 20 at 20 whatever, and or 50 at one time and 50 at another. Um, yeah. Because work, man, like, like work's going to be the big thing. I guess the, the good thing with work is that there's the shop isn't actually open at the moment. So if I, so if I go, hey, I need to jump off the floor at 10 o'clock or whatever, um, yeah, but... Fuck, just... I'll try, try my best to look after you, mate. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Everyone's just going to be on there. So... Yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting. Um, but, yeah, while we're on that topic, uh, Presta posted this evening, and we uh, we did hear this as well, uh, but uh, EB have uh, sent, like, an internal message uh, to its stores, and... And that regarding pre-orders, and uh, there's going to be a minimum um, of sorry, the the deposit is two hundred dollars for um, for a pre-order, and it'll be online only. Right. So no, so you won't be able to uh, make a pre-order in store. Yeah. So you'll be able to pick it up in store. Yeah. We, um, which is cool because when I first read it, I was like, Yeah, same. Because uh, can you can you imagine like the backlash? If, yeah. Everyone had to get them delivered. I mean, and I, I would feel sorry for the career companies that <laughs> had to do all that. But if you didn't get it, if it was like a Friday, yeah, you didn't get it on a Friday, mate, there would be not to mention the amount of people that are going to want to trade in consoles and stuff. So with the current system, oh, like yeah, obviously, true. if you select store pickup, then you can just go into the store and just trade stuff towards it. So can you actually trade in at the moment? I don't think you could trade. Yeah, in. yeah, EB Games is doing trade ins. They reinstated trade ins a while ago. Oh, okay. Not in Victoria, obviously, because all the stores are closed. But ah, yeah, right. Yeah. Is the store closed? Of course it is. So sorry, yeah, I'm, EBs like, are like... Um, click, click, sorry. No, they're yeah, they're 100% closed. Okay. Well, at least the ones around me. They're like, lights off. Yeah, I, not, I, no yeah, one's home. Well, I'd assume the same as well. Um, 
because they they don't really have that sort of setup, do they? They don't nah. have like a big car park. They're all kind of in shopping centers, really. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So basically, yeah, two hundred dollar deposit minimum, online only, um, and one per customer. Probably the 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 three big takeaways. Excuse me. From that, I thought um, McDonald's and KFC and Hungry Jacks were the three big takeaways. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, that's uh, enough for this news. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess with that memo sort of going going out this afternoon, you'd expect uh, pre-orders soonish. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, yep. so while we're on the topic of next gen, um, Xbox Series uh, Series S is finally a thing. Officially a thing, finally. Finally. Um, finally. Probably officially It's been a thing. the industry's worst kept secret. It was, wasn't it? But I think I kind of liked how they just... Because everyone knew. Because everyone knew. Yeah, and they're, and they're they just were, like, yeah, let's just rip, up, let's rip our own band's head off. Um, yeah, like, I think... Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, is it real or is it fake? It was like, mate, like, there's like ads and stuff with all this information yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, Even before that, it was like... Because everyone knew about Lockhart. Everyone yeah. knew there was a second console and it wasn't as powerful. And as soon as they announced mm. the name of Series X, it, you know, you just put two and two together. You're like, oh, it's the mm. Series S. But I wonder if it made it more hype for people wanting information. I don't know. Yeah. Either way. Uh, yeah, so it's officially a thing. Uh, they uh, confirmed it last night after a big... Sorry, I'm just jumping into the the article here. After a big big leak, it was a big leaky day yesterday for Xbox. I do kind of feel a bit bad for them for the the leaks a little bit. Uh, I do feel like they've taken their fucking sweet ass time a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they've got if they've had like a whole event planned, it's kind of a bit like it's, I guess it's not ruined completely. But yeah, I guess the biggest yeah. But two months out is, from launch, like yeah, I know that's uh, on them. Yeah. Like it just, yeah. I think it just reached a tipping point, and yeah. somebody with the information was like, "Look, let's just let's just get it out." I, I did like how they uh, tweeted that that like meme thingy. They handled um, it really well. I think they did. Yeah, yeah. they did it like champs. Um, like it almost looks intentional. Like that's how kind of yeah. well executed it ended up being. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. The leak, so we'll do you want to start, well, basically, so the first thing that what that leaked was the design of the Xbox Series X. Um, and y'all yeah. were like, that's not real. Yeah, I thought that wasn't real because it was like, oh, Brad Sams, and I've never heard of him before. Um, but he had the verified tick. Yeah. Why well, well, I hadn't seen any, any of this, I just saw the the link, or the, or the picture, sorry, that Kieran had posted in our Slack group. Um... And I was like, "That's can't be real. That's fugly as, mate." Uh, but that's real. <laughs> um, what do you See, guys think of the for fugly design? as is on brand for this next generation of consoles? <laughs> yeah. I don't reckon this. I don't reckon the X looks bad. The it doesn't look overly appealing, but the X looks bad in the sense that it's very boring. Well, it's just, mate. It's a console, I guess. I don't know, but that fucking huge speaker on the top of the, whatever the side of yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's a big fan. That's what it is. Well, I'm not a big fan of that. I yeah, no. The, um, the 
the um, Series S looks like, you know when people do those renderings of like <laughs> a kid's drawing of something, but like <laughs> they they render it to match the drawing exactly. Like their kid draws a line and they mm. so they make a model of a line that just looks like nightmarish. It's it like looks like a kid tried to draw the Series X yeah, and then they made a, a model out of that. But I do have to like. give it this one thing. It looks like it might be a relatively quiet console because that is a huge fan on there. That's, it is huge. It, like, I'm glad someone's made this meme picture, but it looks like a takeaway speaker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think um, my favorite one was someone photoshopped an Oreo into place. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so if you haven't seen it, let me explain it to you. It's white. And there's this big black speaker fan thing. It's a boombox, uh, pretty much. Yeah, it looks like a boombox. Actually, if they designed it to actually look like a boombox, I'd be down. Uh, and it's got, uh, from the picture I can see, it looks like it's got a USB port on the front. And then, I don't know what that thing next to it is. That would be the uh, eject button. Nipple. Yeah, <laughs> The eject button for the no discs. Uh, Actually, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, wait, hound. Yeah. <laughs> like so is it the controller connect only... button? I'm not looking yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah, that would be the sync button for the controllers. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's digital only, uh, 512 uh, gig drive, SSD drive. So you can install uh, one Call of Duty. Hang on, yep. let, me fucking, um, let me go back to the other article. All right, so the other article, yeah, so it's uh, 60%, sorry, almost 60% smaller than the Xbox Series X. Uh, there's a video that's leaked uh, as well that shows it basically inside the Series X. Um, it's got yeah, so game. with that, we learned that the Series X has a corporeal form. Wow. Uh, has direct X We need a Series X assist. Which um, I'm sure Jordan... Loves that. Uh, does 144... It doesn't. It does... Wait, I can't it does 144p um, at 120 I'm, I'm, frames a second. <laughs> <laughs> I had a stupid moment there. Uh, 1440p uh, at up to 120 frames per second. Variable it's actually, rate shading. Honestly, I'm glad they're targeting 1440p here because yeah. 1440p is like an underappreciated resolution for games. It's like... A good amount of clarity while having a great amount of performance still. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's better yeah, than 144. Refresh rate, <laughs> ultra low latency, 4K streaming and for uh, streaming for media playback and 4K upscaling for games. Uh, it's also a really hot price. It's 299 US, which probably put it around like 450. Yeah. 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 Which is. It's going to console. That's pretty cheap. It's going to be significantly cheaper than when the One X launched here. Mm. That was six forty nine. But yeah. is it? Is it actually? Like I know people have said it is more powerful, but is it actually more powerful than, than the One X? I think it's not much it? more at all. Roughly the same. I, I think, but with also it, like with better features. Yeah, they, yeah, they're just kind of other niceties, like su- support for higher resolution and frame rates and stuff like that. Yep. As well yeah. as SSD technology. Yeah, but it's so it's got four big teraflops, and what does the One X have again? Like eight or something? Six point something. Six point something. Who knows? In, in fairness, know. though, teraflops aren't exactly indicative. They're really not. Yeah. Teraflops are everything. <laughs> that's that's how I measure my 
the power of my Jeez, then game. you must be really happy with the new NVIDIA news. Too many terabytes. Yeah. <laughs> 144 of them. Did any did anyone see that that Brad <laughs> Sams also added PlayStation? I saw I I want to know if he actually knows anything. Yeah, I just feel like he's just like like slapping his big dick around, just being like, "Yep, yeah, like you know, just trying to make the most of the moment." I don't know if you um, saw that as well, Zach, but he basically was just like he added yeah. PlayStation. He was like, "If you don't say anything, I will," kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah but so when I was reading about this dude, um, apparently, yeah, he's he's a well-known Microsoft guy. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's well, he is now. Um. But, um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, he, he essentially got like the price war rolling this gen <laughs> single-handedly. <laughs> but it's like, good though because it is like it is getting a bit ridiculous. Yeah, and yeah. like like I know there's probably COVID shit that they're working through. Uh, yeah, and maybe and maybe that is why there's only such a limited amount because, uh, Kieran, you you and I were, were talking before, but like the worst thing that they would want is that um, you know a bunch of consoles to be sitting in like stores and stuff like that if they do if wherever has to close back up or whatnot yeah um which i guess is why that's the online only um yeah it's it's kind of ridiculous how how close we are and still don't know that much i feel like because e3 never happened that like Mm. there was just there was just no responsibility so they could just take it however they wanted to and obviously they've just they've just waited up until this point and you know who knows how much longer they would have uh held off for had they not basically just been spoiled but yeah, like I don't know if it's just like yeah, like it's September. It really does think- seem like like if if these like Amazon like especially if these Amazon leaks end up amounting to anything, and you know Brad Sam's kind of tweets at PlayStation end up amounting to anything, it really seems like they just had their finger on the button waiting for Xbox to yeah leak well, or drop, and now they're just like activate it, mode. Yeah, well, like I, I I would really love to know if the reason why they're like if half the reason they're not doing this yet or have waited is because they're waiting for one another like i could, i guess there's probably like a little bit of that but how much of that is why no one's gone first kind of thing yeah but yeah. like you can you can only play chicken for so long like you know that's what i mean like so yeah. now like it's sort of um, i guess like the like, stakes are like like obviously a lot of it is going to come down to the state of the world at the moment but that also means yeah. the stakes are higher for them to actually get it right mm. i guess I guess that, yeah, so if you do could go first and let's say, I don't know, Xbox comes and goes, you know, we're doing this for 599 or whatever, and then Sony goes, okay, well, they're going 599. The reception to that wasn't great. Let's go 549 or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, knowing Sony, it'd be like, the reception wasn't great. Let's go 799 because we're Sony uh, and everyone will love it. And then everyone yeah, doesn't but, love it. But I feel like they won't make that PS3 mistake again, though. And then Nintendo will be like, no. well, look, same price, but there's a different color and everybody will praise them. Yeah, yeah boy. Um, if anything, so the, what, game, the game releases on Nintendo will become even more expensive. So do you think PS5 will just be 499 at this point? Like the, you, the base? You make sense. Price, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they went slightly higher just to keep their like prestige status a little bit because I think yeah. that's part of like, I, I, what I can people like get into with them. I maybe. yeah. Right. See, I I hope they go four nine nine, and then maybe I don't know how far they can undercut the digital because the digital's still got the same internals. Yeah, I think that'll the, be four nine nine. 
Yeah, okay. I think I think that's what you'll see is the digital matchup, and then the so other only, one only only more. fifty, but US only slightly, like you know, like fifty yeah. or hundred bucks at the most. I feel, like, I feel like a hundred would allow would you know be a deal for some people. I don't know if fifty mm. would, but yeah, I hopefully I'm hoping four nine nine and three nine nine, but that's probably too ambitious. Um, I, I, is a disk drive worth a hundred bucks though? Like that's I don't quite understand why. Well, I mean, the hard drives they sell in the current ones aren't worth the premium you pay for them either. Yeah, and I mean, it is a what? It is a four like a four K Blu Ray drive, and those aren't. Ah, oh, it is okay, all right. Sp- yeah, particularly cheap. And they'll so. want people to go to the cheaper option too. Like they want people to go to the digital because that's where they make their money. Mm. Yeah, they have to incentivize. Did anyone here decide to go digital? No, nah. nah. I, I'm I'm considering it, just because I don't play the consoles a whole lot, so I don't buy physical media for them a whole lot. I just yeah. can't justify the um, the digital prices, man. That's just what it is. Yeah, I actually like the look of the disc drive version better. Anyway, really, I don't. It just like there's something about it that just makes it look a little bit more like a games console, and there's like there's a reassurance there. Mm. The other <laughs> one's like a little bit too abstract, I think. Hmm. Um. So just yeah, just to continue on these on these leaks. So yesterday, the other uh, that Brad Sam's guy, he also leaked the price and release date for the Xbox Series X and the Series S. So yeah, we've covered the, the two nine nine there for the Series S. Uh, he also yeah leaked the the four nine nine price for the Series X. Whether that's true or not, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I mean, yeah, I think Xbox's reaction to everything was pretty. Um, you know, it'd be funny if um that if old mate leaked the price of the S and then Marcus like that's a good idea we should do that price and they made it that price. I don't know. I can yeah. I mean, it looks like yeah. So the it came from. Uh, oh no, sorry, Brad Sam's didn't. No, did he leak this? No, he no, sorry, he leaked. Sorry, pardon me. He leaked the the S design, sorry, the, the leak of the price and then, and the release date came from windows central. Uh, what's his name? Jed, Jez Corden, Corbin, maybe, you know, windows central. Like, and, and they're normally pretty good with, um, um, Microsoft stuff, obviously, but yeah, so they, he's also said that the, the, the release date for the console was November 10th, which is, a, which is a Tuesday, which kind of, I guess, Makes sense, and the other rumors a couple of weeks ago were that the One X, uh, fucking the Series X and the Series S would launch before the PS Five. So again, that's that, yeah, first half of November. So, I mean, there's only really four four weeks to choose from. So, um, but yeah, four nine nine makes it approximately six eighty five. Uh, and the other interesting thing is that it's the same pricing that the One X and the One S launched at, apparently because um, I would have ex- expected maybe a little bit more expensive for the Series X. Yeah. Good talk. Love that. Indeed. Um, uh, Kieran has just posted through... <clears throat> another tweet from Daniel <laughs> Ahmad. Is Kieran even still here? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it just says, who's like another Nebel kind of guy? Um, but he's a... I think he's something to do with reset error as well. Um, 
but yeah, he just tw- just tweeted out, get your wallets ready for September 22. Um, but then he's also tweeted underneath it. A lot of people assuming this tweet is about something it's not. So I don't know what he's really Very meaning. Um, Switch he's Pro. He's actually talking about the Ouya 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so what do we think? Uh, Series S design, Karen? You, were you a fan of it? Uh, um, I don't hate it. Uh, it looks small and just kind of unassuming, I guess, except for that giant fan. I think, I think that like that won't be as no. that won't stick out as much in person what? as people think it will. No, if you have it tucked in a shelf kind, and of it's thing, flush, like, right? It's not it. like yeah. it's like yeah, like you probably wouldn't even see it. Um. Yeah. So just, it, I think just that picture, just the the way it looks like a bloody drive-through takeaway speaker thing. Um, Jordan, what do you think of it? Uh, yeah. See, I'm not actually too fast about the looks of a console. It's just nice to see a console manufacturer putting airflow in mind. Tony. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I'm yeah. actually interested to I see how that thing goes because uh. It's looking like it might be a quiet console because I haven't really had any noise complaints from my Xboxes. Um, but we'll see how the uh, the Series S goes. Nice. Dildo, what do you think? I think you're gorgeous. Thank you. You're a beautiful man. Um, if <clears throat> Is anyone considering buying the S over the X? No. No. No, I already have okay. a current gen Xbox. I've got a PC, damn it. True. All right, let's move on from Xbox. I think we've covered everything Xbox there. Yeah, I think we have. It's more than Microsoft you want to go ever to has. The next tech thing, or <laughs> uh, we'll jump through a couple of these other things first. Uh, so because these are a little bit older, uh, but Super Mario 3D was announced. Uh, surprisingly, announced the other day. Kieran, you want to? Sure, Super Mario 3 All-Stars, the game everyone knew was coming as well. Um, I didn't know it was coming. And Nintendo just did a surprise uh, 35th anniversary direct, which, uh, yeah, announced announced that, which was cool. Um, I mean, it's essentially just like from, you know, what they've announced. It's essentially just ports with slightly updated widescreen support and controls. Um, But uh, if uh, the current sort of online discourse is anything to go by people are pre-ordering it by the fucking bucket full so Mm. um obviously a a little a little of that is attributed to nintendo's decision to do a very limited physical drop and also cut off the digital purchases on march 31st at the end of the fiscal year um for them that's got to be 100 percent deliberate look it's working so yeah i would say so People... They don't have a big title in this in this uh, like the back half of the year, do they? Yeah, nah. Well, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's an interesting move. A lot of people kind of like even I myself were speculating like, is it because they're gonna drop you know sixty four games on the Switch as part of Nintendo Switch Online, or, or are they gonna Probably. add you know gonna bring out Galaxy Two, which is missing from the collection, or like you know are they gonna sort of split them up and just sell them individually? But it really kind of just looks like they knew it would make people pre-order it like crazy because that's exactly what's happening 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's Nintendo's strategy now. Seems to be working for them. Yeah, um, it'll boost their uh, financials. Oh, yeah. It's going to be massive for them. Yeah. So. Um, well, that's kind of why they did it, because like, yeah. that last day is that the, the last day of the first quarter. So. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting, because there's also like a lot of rumors swirling at the moment. Um, like I think the stories just came out actually today. I should have put that in there. Um, I think Kotaku, I saw Kotaku Reporter. I don't know if anyone else has, but... Um, they apparently have been going to third-party developers and, and asking them to get their games 4K ready, um, oh, which indicates mm. that there's going to be at least an incremental update in the Switch in the future, um, even if it's Switch just 4K Pro? output. Um, so, yeah, like there's all the all this talk about a Switch Pro coming. Um, there's Bloomberg, Bloomberg reported that they just ramped up their Switch console production to like 30 million units for the rest of the fiscal year, which is a ridiculous amount. So that would kind of indicate that they're, they're going to have a big sales push, maybe pr- drop the price in anticipation of a new console, or they're just trying to have like a massive, massive fiscal year for some reason, because um, they've got nothing else, I guess. Um, no, they yeah. got Hyrule Warriors, mate. Well, they, they got Hyrule Warriors. That's another one that got surprise dropped yeah. as well. Uh, Breath of the Wild prequel uh, in the Dynasty Warriors Musu-style franchise, which is I wasn't sold on it initially, but... Um, looking like going back and watching the trailer again and looking at like how much they're kind of nailing the art style and how it is like part of the breath of the wild canon and stuff like it's pretty exciting yeah um i think the cuts the cutscenes look like they were made you know in-house at Nintendo yeah as well yeah 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 um so that's cool um but going yeah going back to the super mario direct as well they also announced a few other things uh like super mario 3d world being ported from the wii u to the switch with uh brand new content um which is which is cool to see um they've got like their next their sort of follow-up to tetris 99 and free nintendo switch online multiplayer stuff uh mario 35 which is 35 player mario which should be interesting um They've got the Game & Watch coming out, which is already sold out everywhere, I'm pretty sure. Um, yep. Which is like, yeah, like a replica of their old Game & Watch, but with the original Mario game on it. Um, and then they've got Mario Kart Live, which is probably the thing I'm most excited about, which is um, augmented reality Mario Kart. So you get a physical kart with a little camera on it and you sync it up with your Switch and you set up tracks in real life with like the, the tools that they kind of give you and just race Mario Kart. Um, so that looks cool. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, big big Nintendo news, big Mario news, news at least. Except it's annoying that it they're just ports. I wish they were like remakes or at least you know slight remasters, and st- like slightly more than what they are. They're kind of just widescreen supported ports, which is you know fine. But it would have been nice to see sixty four and at least Sunshine look a little better than what they than what they still do, but. Oh well, that's Nintendo. That's what yeah. they do. It's cool though, because like every everything that I'm seeing from people online is like, oh, you know, I loved 64 and Galaxy, but I never had a GameCube, so I'm like keen to play Sunshine, or like I love Sunshine, but I haven't played Galaxy, or you know, yeah, I'm for sure. I'm too young to have played 64, but I love the others. Like it's cool that everyone's gonna get like something they love and potentially something they haven't played yet in in one yeah. pack. So like that I side of it, really cool. all three, but yeah. <laughs> haven't, ever played Ga- Gal- haven't ever played Galaxy Two, so I'm like, fuck, sorry, yeah, uh, how annoying. Nice. Um, 
other sort of news is that uh, I don't know if it, has this been officially announced. I'm not too sure, but uh, Gods and Monsters, if you remember that game from Ubisoft, uh, that appears. This hasn't been officially announced yet. Yeah, they announced their name change. The yeah, but they haven't shown off. Yeah, stuff yet because we've got Ubisoft Forward still to come. That's but it'll Friday, be it'll it? be there with new gameplay and stuff and the alleged Prince of Persia remake and Watch Dogs Legion, a mm. bunch of other stuff. Um, so that'll be done by the time this comes out, right? Yes, I think so, yeah. So basically, uh, last week, um, Xbox leaked uh, the new version of Gods and Monsters, which has been renamed to Immortals Phoenix Rising. Yeah, a bit of a rename. That's pretty much all we know at this point. Until we I see mean, more. Gods and Monsters was a generic ass name, but it almost felt like it, I liked it, it for was that. more suitable. It kinda had like yeah. an area of mystery, like you didn't know what you were gonna get other than gods and monsters. So did they show gameplay charm. or anything, or is it was it just like an announcement to say that they changed the name? Yeah, pretty much. The gameplay will be at uh at forward, so Oh yeah, that's right. They have a new forward. When's the new forward? Did they announce a date before or? this drops? I think it's like Friday morning. Oh, okay, cool, easy. What next do we have to cover? Uh, I guess Nvidia. The, Go the Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, do it, Jordan. Yeah. So basically, uh, what was this like last week? Uh, Nvidia dropped the uh, new line of well, information about the new line of RTX cards and. Uh, I feel really bad for people that invested in the 20 series, especially like a 2080 or a 2080 Ti, um, because these cards completely blow that series out of the water. Yep. I got a 2070 Super like two months ago, Oh man. and I feel cheated. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Uh, yeah. So to put, to put things bluntly, you can get 2080 Ti performance, so an effectively two grand card. Yeah. Um, out of what's looking like to be minimum an eight hundred dollar card. Yeah, um, which is amazing. It's got almost. It's. I'd say it's about fifty percent uh, more more teraflops. Um, oh yeah. It's got way more CUDA cores. Uh, it has less VRAM than the twenty eighty Ti, but and. 22, yeah, still wasn't that great, but it's got more RT cores, it's got more tensor cores, all that stuff that really made RTX stuff work has been ramped up significantly um, with a lower power consumption. They've changed their processing node from uh, 12 nanometers to 8 nanometers, and they're on Samsung now. Uh, yep. The 3070 doesn't have a release date yet, it's just October. Uh, the 3080 has very beefy specs uh 10 gigs of gddr6x um it's got 30 teraflops uh even more Fuck. rt and tensor cores 320 watt uh tdp same node uh that'll come in around 1200 uh with the release date for september 17th and the 3090 which is not a gaming card yeah I don't know why not. they have it there but it is not a gaming card um it's got like over 10,000 CUDA cores, which is ridiculous. 24 gigs of GDDR6X RAM. Uh, it's got 36 teraflops uh, and a lot, 
a lot of RT cores and tensor cores with not much higher power consumption than the 3080. And then it'll cost you a cool two and a half grand. Um, Your boy. But they so also, it's pretty fair to say they, that 3080's sweet spot. The 3080 is the flagship. Um, yeah. I would honestly say the 3070 is the sweet spot, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. If you don't count the 3090, the 3090 is kind of in, like, the, the Titan territory. Yeah, well, the 3090 like the is Titan. a Titan, and, yeah. like, every generation, NVIDIA's been like, this is for gaming, this is not for gaming, this really is not for gaming, don't buy this for gaming, let's put it in a gaming lineup, but it's not for gaming. Yeah. Um, but in addition to this, they also announced stuff like RTX Voice has been rolled into NVIDIA Broadcast, so that's got, like, green screen technology that'll let the AI handle that for you. Um, the Founders Edition cards will have a new custom uh, PCB. So then the heatsink actually pulls air into the um, the CPU cooler. Whether uh, adding board partners like ASUS and MSI actually do stuff with that remains to be seen. Um, yeah. But... Perhaps one of the most interesting things, and I think this was a very decisive blow to Sony specifically, they have um, decompression technology in the GPU, similar to how the PS5's SSD is so fast, because it allows to read all the texture data right off of the SSD instead of bogging down the CPU with commands, which is really cool. Yeah, boy. Um... And then they just show that marble demo again, but instead of it being pre-baked, it's all actual live demo stuff. It's all path tracing, no rasterization, it's all real. Um, and yeah, that's about it, aside from the fact that no Founders Edition cards in Australia, which is a bit stupid. It's kind of rough, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you really gain? Uh, higher bin chips if you want a water cool. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Okay, that's fair. Um, do you reckon... I mean, this is what I think, to be honest, but it's probably, even though consoles are coming out, it's arguably one of the better times to build a PC. Absolutely. Because a 3070 at the moment is probably the most accessible at really good card has ever been in that price range. You have to assume ever. that's like the strategy as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's uncharacteristically good value for an NVIDIA card. Well, it is yeah. and it isn't. What you have to remember is the 20 series of cards was not a good line of cards. Yeah. They really fucked it up. Like, there was barely any improvement whatsoever. If they had had a proper generational improvement with the 20 series, we'd still have this increase with the 30 series. Um, it's just because the 20 series was so bad, this looks so good. Yeah, yeah. So they're, that they're is still, true. They're as well. still a little overpriced. It, it's just because it's so much better than what we're used to right now. It doesn't look as bad. Yeah, yeah, right. Do um, because I've kind of I bought my card and then jumped out of the, you know, the the tech space. I guess for a bit because yep. you know if you if you stay in there too long, you just feel really bad, bad about what you buy all the <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> um, do, does AMD have anything? going for them at the moment in terms of GPUs? Uh, that's actually a good question. So they're, um, they're 50, well, their 5,000 series GPUs have stabilized a lot more, especially after you okay. had that nightmare of an uh, experience yep. with yours. Yep. Um, but it's interesting that you note that because I saw on my Twitter feed like 10 minutes ago, uh, it's looking like AMD might be revealing something about Big Navi in the morning. Um, Big Navi is their next line of GPUs. Everyone, I think, it's people are calling it just the six thousand series, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, and if they've learned anything from it, 
it'll at least be comparable or much better value than these. They just need to that's make sure exciting that they, as well. They just need to make sure they release it in the correct time and make sure the drivers fucking work on launch. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. it's um, they've yeah. You would you would think that AMD has got to go in pretty competitive with price though because yeah, Nvidia absolutely. has all of this proprietary tech that they're really pushing and that's really resonating with people as well um, with RTX, like utilizing the tensor cores and stuff. So it's like they've got the monopoly on the feature set and yeah, obviously sure. it's NVIDIA and they've, they've, they've got that monopoly with all the publishers and studios as well. So yeah, yeah. it's, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what AMD come out with. Um, I like... I haven't. I didn't. I didn't watch the Nvidia announcement, and I kind of have just been picking up bits and pieces of news here and there, and haven't really looked too hard into it because I also fairly recently built a system, so I don't really want to look at what I'm missing yeah. out on. Um, yeah. But like, literally me right now. I just can't get over how good DLSS is. Like in terms of ingenuity, in terms of just like hey, it's really kind of expensive on performance to push these resolutions. So let's like create like a sidebar technology that kind of... Yeah. It's it's more work that we're doing, but it's different and better work yeah. to get the same result. Like it, the, there's just like this, such an ingenuity in that, that like then it's you, cheaper you for them to like pass AI. the buck to something else and get the information yeah. back from that than it is to do the work like in the first place. Yeah, and you mm. came in at a good time for it because you came in around DLSS 2.0. Yeah. 1.0 yeah, yeah, yeah. was freaking horrific. Yeah, it was. That, yeah. that was terrible. The concept was there, but yeah, it didn't deliver. But yeah, 2.0 is exciting. Um, I didn't even know yeah. what NVIDIA broadcast was until just then, and that sounds pretty cool too. Oh my God, I'm so keen yeah. for for broadcast. Like, yeah. voice works really well, as we know, because it yeah. cuts out I use it the noises the we make intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like to have a whole suite like of technology that takes advantage of like the tensor cores and RTX and stuff is like that's that's genius. Yeah, ab- absolutely, and it helps that they actually have like the hardware to back it up now. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Really, like this is everything coming really together now that the twenty series. Now that the software package is kind of more complete, like DLSS is better. You know, yeah. they have a video solution and an audio solution now. And they've got like better hardware. Like they're they're in a really 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 good position. Absolutely, love the but, green um, demons. <laughs> but yeah, as a 1080 Ti owner, this is the first. I I feel like an upgrade is actually a viable thing now because when I looked at the 20 series, it's like two grand for like 10 percent extra performance. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is um I like like I'm not, again I'm I haven't sort of caught up too much, but is there much reason for people to have to update their motherboards and stuff for the 30 series? Is it all pretty? Um, not that I really know of so far. They haven't really mentioned anything yeah, okay. about like utilizing PCIe Gen 4 or anything. Okay. Um, I'm sure that information will come in due time, but I mean, the release date's pretty soon. So I would suggest that they have, they've made it with the lowest common denominator in mind. Yeah, especially because not like, Intel yeah. are fucking donuts and still don't have PCIe Gen four on their consumer motherboards, <laughs> which is 
That's a whole other discussion. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, this this is really exciting, and uh, it was very perfectly timed because not only did they release uh, like show all this uh, and announce their prices first, like this is significantly more powerful than what the consoles will be able to offer, which is which explains the prices as well. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not horrific. Yeah, it was it was funny there, like for a little bit, seeing how close the consoles that are coming out now. Everyone, were to the PCs. Seeing everyone be and like, now, "Man, my consoles have like, finally yeah. caught up," and it's like two months away. Yeah, no, and now the goalposts have shifted, you know, <laughs> way back, way far. So it's it's yeah, it's it's interesting for sure. Mm. Can't wait well, to buy one. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I'm already looking at my little mini ITX build and considering a new case maybe just yeah, a new boy. build we'll see um see. but yeah that's uh that's about it for news um we've lost zach unfortunately um uh, the yep. magpies he's, got him he's yeah i i like part of me thinks that maybe that's what happened um <laughs> <laughs> it flew but, into the window again <laughs> <laughs> um i don't i don't think i really have anything of off topics i don't know if you guys no nah. i don't no, nah, I've I think been doing can... assignments all week. I don't watch yeah. TV anymore. Yeah, I think uh, I think lockdown's got us all a bit boring. So, yeah, probably. That's cool. Um, we might just wrap it up there then. Yeah. Um. Yep. So, thank you, boys, for sticking around uh, for the end game. Unlike someone. That's, that's it. Um. <laughs> yes. Thank unlike you. Bioware. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, well, anyone who's still listening despite uh, the host leaving. Um. That's it. But uh. I'm sure he'll be back next week and we'll all we'll all miss him until then. Yep. Um, this is just an in memoriam for Zach now, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was it. So yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, you can catch uh, most of what we've been talking about on the website. That's www.well-played.com.au um, and we'll see you this time next week. Yep. See you later. See you later. Play Tony Hawk. <laughs>